Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. I hope you're having a great day. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making Coast of Mississippi such a great place to live work and and play. And today we're going to have a great little celebration. You'll understand more when I introduce my guests here. But let me uh, share a quote that was posted on social media by my friend Susan Myers Griggs, old friend of mine. She uh, worked at the Keesler News. When I was publisher of the Sun-Herald, we used to publish the Keesler News, had a great relationship with Keesler. And Susan was uh, a mainstay on that team to help make sure that that effort went very smoothly. She's also just a wonderful human being. But Here's what she posted. Be scared and do it anyway. Be underqualified and get in the room anyway. Be messy, imperfect, and unsure and show up anyway. Comfort is the enemy of growth. Get uncomfortable. You know, I talk about this all the time on Coach View, but one of the keys to entrepreneurship is that sometimes you just got to be willing to step out there and do something that you've never done before. And uh, when you do that and give it your all, you learn from your mistakes, you get better as you go forward. Some of the best entrepreneurs that we talk to on this show uh, have great stories to tell about how they had to throw a bunch of junk up against a wall. Eventually, some of it stuck, and they made they made great success as a result of it. Some had incredible careers going on, and then decided, in the midst of a great career, just to just to go and do something else and uh, go into business for themselves. And so many great stories to tell as it relates to that. And Kosia have had this wonderful opportunity to share their stories and. Hopefully you're inspired by their stories and makes you a little bit willing to do, as Susan posted, uh, realize that comfort is the enemy of growth, to get uncomfortable. Hey, listen, uh, we got a good show today. I want to share with you, as a way of sort of a lead into this, a story that appeared on Super Talk Mississippi Media News. Incidentally, if you haven't signed up for that web, or excuse me, that, uh, that app, Super Talk Mississippi Media. I would do. I would do so. They have a great news site. They have a statewide news operation feeding into over 50 radio stations across the state. And um, if you really want to keep up with what's going on, the, the other thing about Super Talk Mississippi Media News is that you think about through this show and through the shows that are happening in Jackson with Paul and Gerard, uh, the opportunity to talk to this, the leaders that are really making the state tick. Uh, you can imagine with that kind of access, that feeds into our news operation. So if you really want to know what's happening in the state, you can go to the Super Talk Mississippi Media app and uh, and really, you know, know what the news is and you there are, you know obviously there are breaking news elements to that as well here's one of the stories that they posted though it's called uh, here's the headline fisher booker ranks past christian's fishing crews best in the south and I, I hum a few bars from the story so you can get an idea of what it's all about uh, fisher booker is actually america's largest platform for scheduling fish trips and uh, you know working with charters and they compiled a list of locations for the best ranked fishing crews in the south and uh, Pastor Shan was listed as number one on the list. And uh, so it has some great competition. Coral Gables is on the list, North Charleston, South Carolina, New Orleans, Austin, 
uh, Cedar Point, North Carolina, Palm Beach Shores, Florida, and the list goes on from there. But Pass Christian was number one, and uh, essentially they said that um, you know when you th- when you look at what what was said about them from the people who ranked them, the, the people just loved the flexibility, the friendliness, the skill sets. You know the fact that it was in Pascrishan. I mean, there's so much to love about about Pascrishan. But to be number one on that list is to say something, and to talk more about it. I've I've invited two entrepreneurs to join me today. Remmer Covington Jr. You may have heard his name. He's the CEO and co-owner of Shaggy's Restaurants. Uh, we'll tell a little bit more about his story. He has a deep love of the outdoors, and uh, Captain Ronnie Daniels. And and listen, you may have seen his Fisher uh, Fisherman Guide TV host. Uh, his show. Uh, he's been he's been involved here on the coast for a number of years. He's one of those guys that dropped everything and decided to start his own business along the way. So I'm sure they both can relate to the uh, to what I just shared just a few minutes ago in terms of that quote. But Remmer, uh, for, thank you for joining me, uh, my friend. And uh, Ronnie, it's good to see you as well. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, congratulations. But before we get into the you know the the whole notion of uh, how Pascal Sham became number one on on Fisher Booker. Remember when you heard me read that quote? I mean, it it, it applies, doesn't it? It does. You know, it's um, it's very difficult to approach in any situation uh, where you may not have a whole lot of experience uh, and that an area that uh, something has never been done before. Uh, and that's exactly the situation we were in with the Shaggy's Charter Docks. Uh, we had uh, ne- never created a venue like that uh, on the Mississippi coast for charter boats, and uh, that's exactly what we set out to do. Yeah, that's, that's cool. And, Ronnie, wh- what did you think of when you heard that quote? You know, I couldn't agree with it more. That's that's kind of always been a motto of mine. The, the surest way to kill the best idea is a failure to act. I mean, you've, you you got to just move forward. you got to get in there and get it going. Planning's important, but action is more important. Some people say, um, fake it till you make it. <laughs> but you know what? You know, the thing is that I think, you know, one of the things I said as a CEO and, and talked to my team about often is that, Sometimes you, you can't fear ambiguity, that ambiguity is actually your friend. And if you think you're going to have all the answers to anything, you whether it's the business model that your guys are developing or whether it's something you're doing in the community, both of you have a great, great history of community involvement. But that's what it that's what it takes. I mean, I had the opportunity here on Coastview regularly to 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 talk to people of all walks of life, and they've got obviously they've got careers. They they have to do something that makes money, and some of them are entrepreneurs, some of them are working for corporations. But but they're all giving back to the community. They're all finding ways to, as I talk about, be a thousand point of light here in coastal Mississippi and fill a gap and create the opportunity to serve more people. And you guys both fit that fit that need. Hey, uh, so come. Ronnie, coming back over, we'll talk a little bit about the um, about this this ranking that you guys got, and then we're going to take a, we're going to take a shift back. We've got the whole uh, hour with both of you, and I want to I want to dive a little bit deeper into your stories and tell about what what it is you do and where your idea to start your business came from, and we'll kind of cover all that. But let's at the at the onset, let's get into a little bit. When you saw that ranking, what did it mean to you, Ronnie? Well, you know, I mean, the the first thing I thought is what took them so long to figure that out. I've been telling people this for seven, eight, nine years now. Um, yeah. We were we were really excited to see that, uh, you know, 
we've got a great group of charter captains and like i said i have been saying that for years some of the best in the gulf of mexico right there out of past christian uh it was it was rewarding for these guys to get recognized like that whenever i was filming and we were doing shows i'm not doing that anymore but i i had the opportunity to travel all over i fished in places from south texas to the east coast uh some of the most sought after places in the gulf of mexico to fish and i've just never seen the dynamic like we have right here on the mississippi gulf coast with so many different captains willing to work together and help each other out i mean we talk every day on a personal level on a professional level whenever we're on the water we work together instead of against each other and it just it really benefits everybody from the captain to the client yeah, I, I see that. You know, listen, on the on my outdoor show, Super Talk Outdoors, Ronnie, I talk almost every week about the fact that Mississippi is the capital of the outdoors in America. And again, you can might go to Montana and have an elk hunt you can't have in Mississippi. But when you add up all the different elements of Mississippi, you know, whether it be duck hunting or deer hunting or, or turkey hunting, and all these different, you know, very diverse approaches that you can take across the state to do those things. You think about the the offshore fishing that we have here and what we have access to from from Mississippi, the backwater fishing, the the, the shallow water fishing, the you know, it, right there in Cat Island. You, I mean, excuse me, right there in Pascagoula, you have access to Cat Island and and the uh, the Louisiana marsh and the Chandelier and you, I mean, you name it. Um, it's incredible what when you add it all together, you can't beat. Mississippi for its outdoor enjoyment and it all starts here in coastal Mississippi doesn't it well yeah it does and what you know a lot of people haven't understood in the past and we've really tried to to get this out there is we not only have all that but we have the whole package here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast dining golf we have casinos if you want to bring your family and they may not want to fish but the guys want to fish the wives and kids can shop, they can go to the beach, they can go to IMMS, they can go to the aquarium. There's just so much to offer here other than just fishing or outdoors, but we have world-class fishing and outdoors here in Mississippi. And it's all the right there together. I mean, for example, if you go over to New Orleans, great experience, don't get me wrong. And, and if you want to go down to Venice, great experience as well. But um, Everything you know, Venice, you know, right down that highway. <laughs> it's a long drive, <laughs> a long drive, and uh, and then also when you get there, you know there there are limited things for the family to do if they decide not to go fishing. So it's a it's a great fisherman uh, destination for sure. But you think about what you guys have been able to uh, to develop right there in Pascashan is very special. You know, you know when you hear when you hear Ronnie talk, Remmer, it's got to make you proud. But you agree, man, because you you personally not only have done things to accommodate making this a great experience for fishermen and their families, but you personally love fishing. And uh, this is we for me to say this is the capital of the outdoors. It's a worthy claim, isn't it? Could, could not agree more. You know, I I was. Born and raised on the Mississippi Gulf Coast and, and uh, Pastor Shan, um, I spent a, a brief amount of time uh, in the Jackson area working for an investment firm, and uh, and then came came back home to to start fishing again. And my previous career, I was a charter fishing captain, um, and most of my trips uh, were out of the Venice area. And uh, in 2007, my buddy Ron Ladner, uh, also my business partner, started Shaggy's, and um, 
I was like, man, I've got to figure out a way to do these type of, uh, of fishing trips out of the Mississippi Gulf Coast because for, for the very reasons that you, you just discussed, Ronnie. Yeah, let's do this. We're coming to the end of this segment. When we come back, it's an, we're, we're going to get a little bit deeper into Remmer's story because, again, he mentioned being a charter guide down in South Louisiana. They were doing some innovative things there. To be able to put this restaurant development idea together with the charter boats has really created something very special. We'll continue this conversation when we come out on the other end. Live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I'm pleased to have my friends Ron, uh, Rimmer Covington. And uh, Ronnie Daniels. Ronnie is a a charter boat captain, has a business here in coastal Mississippi. And uh, Remmer Cummington um, has had tremendous uh, business interest along the way, but but you know him probably most by his shaggy uh, brand uh, here in coastal Mississippi and over in Pensacola as well. Um, so, Remmer, let's take a few minutes and talk your story. It's, it's, it's interesting in life how you go through a series of steps, and each step sort of builds a foundation for the next step in life. But but you said you spent a short time in Jackson, but you, you essentially grew up in Pass Christian, right? That, that's right. And I, I'll tell you, you talk about those different steps in life, and um, everybody thinks they have a plan, but um, – that plan often changes uh, at a moment's notice. I never thought I would ever be in the restaurant business. Very happy to be, uh, but it was, t- took a very interesting road uh, to get here. Um, so, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So, so what what led you to become a charter boat captain? And let's let's kind of go through that. So, uh, whenever I was in high school, a uh, friend of mine from Bay St. Louis owned a restaurant, and uh, used to I used to mate on his boat in Venice, uh, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays uh, during the summertime when I was on summer break because, you know, that, that's when restaurant people are generally off. You know, weekends are our, our, our own days. Um, so got got introduced to uh, to Venice through him. And, uh, and previously, you know, my, my father had brought me fishing down there a good bit. Um, but I've been very fortunate to have a lot of different fishing mentors in, in my life. Um, uh, I was going to uh, college at Millsaps in Jackson, started in 2000, and uh, started as a mate during my summers and on the weekends uh, while I was in college to make extra money. Plus, it's just what I love to do uh, for a guy named Peace Marvel. Uh, he had a company called Real Peace Charters in, in Venice uh, until he, he sold it after Hurricane Katrina. He's, he's actually back at it now. Um, so wor- worked with him for a while. And then when I graduated from college, uh, ended up working in an investment firm in, in Jackson. And uh, I really appreciated the opportunity that they gave me, but my heart just truly wasn't there. Um, not in Jackson and uh, and cer- certainly not being on the water was was uh, was an issue for me. Uh, so I started dabbling on the weekends, going back and running my buddy's boat uh, a- as a captain, in addition to working 40 and 50 hours a week in, in Jackson and kind of burning the candle at both ends. and. Eventually, I just decided, you know, I think what I really want to do is go back fishing full time. 
Yeah, well, good. So that's what you did. And look, Venice. Venice is a hell of a place to cut your teeth if you want to be a a, a fishing guide. It is, and I, I learned a lot about life while I was down there too at a young age. Um, <laughs> yeah, very uh, interesting cast of characters in Venice, Louisiana. If anybody's ever spent any time there knows. Um, but along the way, uh, you know, while I was trying to make this decision as to whether or not I was going to go charter boat fishing full time. Uh, one of my customers and friends, Ron Ladner, uh, was on the boat with me, and we were we were coming in from a successful tuna fishing trip. And I kind of just told him how I was feeling about things and the whole story, and and uh, really had my pitch built up. And uh, he says, "So, uh, man, you just really need to follow your dreams. You know, if you if you want to be a charter fishing guide, you're great at it. Um, you know, I can tell you're driven. Uh, you should just." take the, take the dive. What's holding you back? So, well, I just got one little problem. I don't have a boat. <laughs> and, uh, he started laughing and, uh, he said, well, how about, you know, we partner up and, and, uh, on the boat. And, you know, I've had a lot of people tell me that, uh, over the years, but the next day we were boat shopping and, uh, ended up, that's when I started the Mexican Gulf fishing company out of Venice. Um, and then shortly thereafter, uh, in 2007, is when Shaggy's first location in Pasco Shan opened. And fishing in Venice was great, um, but and, and I had a lot of return customers. But a lot of my customers were saying, hey, look, we really love fishing with you, and we love fishing the, the surrounding waters of Venice, but is there another place where we can bring our families? Because there's really only a couple of reasons you go to Venice. Either work in the oil field, either going hunting, or you're going fishing. That's about it. Um, not a whole lot else to do from a family perspective. So started running trips as I could out of the Mississippi Gulf Coast uh, as the fishing conditions would allow when we could fish on the east side of the river and everything was right. You mentioned earlier about, you know, this time of year, want to find a weed line and find some kind of floatsome and, you know, that you can really make a day out of that. Uh, but along the way, we just never really had a great place to operate out of. And uh, then the oil spill happened and fishing completely got shut down. Um, we were, we were, we had Mexican Gulf roll and we had three boats at the time. I had brought on two more partners. Um, we had our lodge going and all of a sudden I'm going to this meeting, uh, with that. There were some pretty big wig folks around the table. It was, it was at Keesler and, uh, the secretary of commerce was telling each representative from each, uh, respective, uh, industrial group what to expect. And one of the things that when it came time to, to, to represent the recreational fishing sector, which I was there to do, um, the guy said, basically, y'all aren't going to be fishing for the next 10 years. You need to go back, prepare everybody for that. This was very early on. Right. So, uh, you know, long, long story long here, but uh, ended up going back down to Venice and had to figure out a way to make a living and uh, went to work for, for BP and uh, housed did a lot of housing, uh, a lot of catering, um, and ended up actually running some boats. And that turned into an oil field uh, supply business and logistics business, which uh, I did that up until, uh, I guess, late, you know, early 2016. Um, kind of backing up a little bit. In 2011, Ron, who had been my first partner in the, in the charter boats, um, they were just about to, to open their third location in uh, in Pensacola Beach. He said, hey, Rome, you know, um, you know, I invested in your company and uh, things are going really well. Um, and, you know, I, 
I would like to invite you to invest in mine. What do you think? I said, sure, man, let's do it. So uh, that was when I first got involved with the restaurants, but I was very uh, in a very passive role. Um, and then in 2016, we opened Gulfport. That was our fourth location. And that's when Ron said, hey, man, I know you're wrapping up your, your oil field and uh, oil field logistics business. Uh, I could really use some help. What do you think? And, uh, and I said, sure, great timing. And uh, over the last five years, I've worked uh, directly with Ron and the rest of our leadership team uh, to, to manage the restaurants. And, uh, and then I, I took over as CEO about a year ago. So here I am story. in the restaurant business. Never thought I'd be here, but I'm. What's welcome. interesting about your story, Rimmer, and and for people, for fishermen, they know the name Mexican Gulf, but you just kind of went right past that, like no big deal. But but Mexican Gulf, what a great brand, and what a what a great innovative uh, approach to to charter captains. And look, the kind of boats you guys were deploying, very significant. Yep that that was. Uh, I remember showing up to Venice and uh, I, I, had a, I had one of the first 39 foot CVs that was ever built um, and it had triple 300s on it. I remember a lot of the other, especially the older guides saying, Are, have you lost your mind? Nobody's going to go on that boat and pay what you need them to pay to justify buying it and, and pay for a thousand dollars worth of fuel a day. Like this just not going to happen. And uh, well, it did. And pe people enjoyed being on a nicer boat that was faster and more comfortable. Um, and it was just kind of opened up a whole new segment for, for that market. Um, you know, when I departed Mexican Gulf, um, I think Beach and Billy and I parted ways uh, in 2012 um, and, and all the be best to them. I was just focused on uh, moving a different direction. We kind of talked about that, that plan changing uh, as your life goes along. And uh, Beach and Billy really have taken it to the next level. Um, yeah, with the, free, with the Freemans and all the work that they're yeah. doing there, it's incredible, isn't it? Yep, they're running, I believe, running eight boats now. I was talking to uh, to Beach not that long ago, and uh, they've really got things going in the right direction. It's a it's a it's a fascinating story that that's for sure. And we'll come back to how you guys kind of melded all these different interests together. But but Ronnie, you know, when you're hearing him talk about all these changes in life and you know, you, you, it really fits your story really well. So when when you got started, you had no idea you would end up in the business you're in, did you? No, you know, I spent most of my life running a family-owned business, a car business out of Long Beach, Mississippi. And in about 2011, it, I was just, I was burnt out on it. I was tired of it. You know, fishing was something I'd always wanted to do, and it was kind of a dream, not anything that I expected would really probably ever happen um i, I started fisherman guide service in 2012 <clears throat> with a three-year plan to work myself out of the car business and once once i got going that turned into a three-month plan i remember the day i told my dad that if you can't figure it out i'll come fix it but i'm not coming back into the office anymore <laughs> hey listen uh, we're coming to the end of this segment we'll pick it up we'll pick it up from there and hear more about your story ronnie when we get on the other side but we're Thrilled to be with uh, Ronnie, excuse me, Rimmer Covington Jr., uh, one of the co-owners and the CEO of Shaggy's. 
and uh, and Ronnie Daniels, who is a uh, uh, charter boat captain here in Coastal Mississippi, and they, they're here to talk about past Christian being the number one you know destination for for folks with it when it comes to to uh, booking a trip uh, in the South. Past Christian is number one. We'll come back on the other side and continue the conversation. Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have my friends uh, Remmer Covington and Ronnie Daniels. Ronnie's a captain and a charter boat captain. He formed a, a company called Fisherman guide service back in 2012 and when we went to break he said that he'd been in the car business with his family uh for a number of years and he had this three-year plan to start his own uh you know charter boat uh, company and uh, his three-year plan turned into a three-month plan what why did it why, why did it happen so fast ronnie what what was it that created that opportunity so quickly you know ricky i, I wish i could put my finger on one thing uh but I can't. I was just blessed in the way it all came together. I did have a small background in tournament fishing for redfish. Um, I had done some offshore tournament fishing, so I had some contacts in the industry, a few. Um, and some of those guys were really good to me in the beginning. Uh, but once we started running trips, it was really word of mouth. Um, a little bit of advertising that we did and some different platforms that we used and uh man it just it took off it, it took off and then i started meeting some other captains and we started feeding off of each other and kind of working together which has ultimately led to where we are now here in pastor's jam how do, how do you describe your business today uh more than i can handle <laughs> in a lot of days you know, the funny part is a lot of people think, you know, charter fishing, I hit guys all the time are like, hey, man, you got the best thing in the world. And we do. I love my job. But I tell them all the time, I spend a lot of my days saying I can't believe I get paid to do this. And I spend a lot of my days saying, where did I go wrong in life? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and remember, we're going to come back to you about this in just a second. But, you know, one of the things I, I admired about looking at your, uh, your bio is that you've always had this strong sense of community and this strong sense of volunteerism and giving back to the community. Where did that come from? So, you know, it's just, I, I give credit to my mother. Um, you know, uh, we were, my sisters and I were raised by my parents to be, uh, to participate in the community and to be thankful for what, you know, we've been blessed with, but to also use our talents uh, and, and our, our God-given gifts to help others. And that's one of the, the core values of, uh, of Shaggy's. Um, we're very community-driven. Uh, we take care of one another, uh, but we also take care of the communities that we, we live and operate in. And that, that's something that, that's near and dear to our heart. And uh, I gotta tell you, that's one of the things that really appeals uh, to me personally 
and to to, to Shaggy's as a brand uh, about uh, the way Captain Ronnie and and his uh, team of captains operate. They're uh, they're always trying to help somebody else, always participating and and trying to introduce uh, disadvantaged children to fishing or uh, kids with disabilities um, or, or any other type of worthy cause. Uh, you know, Ronnie and his guys are the first the first ones to to uh, to answer the phone and say, hey, w- what can we do to help? It's interesting uh, that you mentioned disadvantaged kids and kids with disabilities. I actually had my show this past Monday was literally uh, focused on bringing kids with disabilities out in the outdoors. I mean, such a such an incredible cause. And I mean, in some cases, it's a once in a lifetime experience for these kids, and it makes a big difference. Hey, the same question back to you, you Ronnie. Where, if you look at your bio, you see just tremendous. Um, focus on giving back to the community in so many different ways. Where did that come from? Uh, again, like Rimmer, my parents, um, my grandparents, uh, my dad was the type of guy that would literally give a shirt off of his back. You know, I, I watched him do things over the years, and um, you know, I, I'm I'm a religious man, Ricky. Uh, anything we do is is a blessing from God, and. I told a guy the other day, it's uh, it's not about what I'm doing. I'm just lucky enough to get to help out. Yeah, well, I think that we all have our purposes, and when it, you know, if there's a theme for Coastview, and the and the many. I don't care who I talk to; it can be someone you've never heard of before, or one of the top leaders in the community. They all share the same sort of desire to want to make. To, to want to make this community a better place. And, you, you know, you've done that in so many different ways. Rimmer's done that in so many different ways. And, you know, one of the, I, I think that uh, just to, to tell you, what the, one, of the, one of the conclusions that I've reached is that since coastal Mississippi has been ground zero for the worst natural disaster in American history, and then the oil spill and the Bonnie Carey spillway and all these things that happen to us, we don't let ourselves become victims. We, we just say, okay, this is the situation. Okay, now, Let's figure out how to wait, get ourselves out of this mess. We are incredibly resilient, and we're willing to give. As you, you as you described your father, that's you know most coastal Mississippians are willing to give you the shirt off their back. I mean, we're going to help our neighbor if they can't help themselves. That's one of the things that defines us, and that's why when people come to this community, whether it's to go eat at Shaggy's or to go charter boat, uh, uh, fit charter fishing with you, Ronnie, um, they always say the same thing about us: that man, there's something special about this place. And it's the people. I mean, the people are the, what gets their attention, and they want to come back again and again because they fall in love with the people. And that's one of the reasons why Pastor Chan was rated number one in this study because it, it, you know what makes this experience work is this unique connection you guys have made between you know the the things you can do on shore and how it connects with what you're going to be able to do offshore. But it's the people, man. I mean, it's the people that ultimately make that happen. It's the culture they sign up for, and that sounds familiar to you, doesn't it, Ronnie? Well, you know, and that's one of the things that I tell people all the time that is absolutely my favorite thing about my job is the people that we get to meet and the connections that we make and the friendships. I've got some of these people that have just basically become family over the years. You know, um, I've got clients that send my kids Christmas presents. You know, they come stay with us now. They don't rent one of our houses. They, They stay in our home with us. They eat with us. And those connections and, and, and those relationships mean everything in the world. On the flip side of that, 
you know what a lot of people don't realize about charter fishing if we have a bad day we just ruin the kid's birthday or we just ruin an anniversary or a family trip that they've been saving for all year and that's something that our guys down there in the harbor understand and they realize it's not about just getting somebody on the boat they want to give them an experience every single day and they're going to put the work in and the effort in to make that experience as good as it can possibly be and remember coming over to you it sounds like if you think about your story and how it's sort of how it inter- intersected with ron ladner you know I- i've got stories like that i can tell too about how those kind of intersections in my life really changed the course of history for my life um, but but Ron Ladner was kind of a match made in heaven, and it sounds to me like he's the same kind of guy that he also wants to give back. So if you look at the Shaggy's Kids Foundation you guys developed and the work you did for the uh, the Shaggy's Angler Camp and uh, so many other ways you give back to the community, um, that outreach is not just something that that you 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 want to put a pretty face on. That outreach is substantive and making a difference, isn't it? It is, you know, and that that's something that uh, Ron and his wife Laura have been focused on uh, ever since they created Shaggy's. This was a, a second career for him uh, as well. Uh, previously, he was in the software business, uh, and then a- after Hurricane Katrina, ended up getting in the restaurant business kind of by default. Uh, yeah. To try and create something special in Pastor Shan to restart that uh, that that um, culture and kind of re- rebirth the energy that our city needed at desperately after Hurricane Katrina. And, um, you know, you, you mentioned uh, the coast having to, to deal with uh, Hurricane Katrina and the oil spill. And, you know, th- th- there there are these different uh, disasters that we've gone through, but it's made us much stronger as people. Uh, and and I agree with you, you know, that folks from the coast are, are very resilient. We know what it's like to receive help from the outside whenever you, you really need it. And uh, and I, I believe that's helped us to learn how to reciprocate that. Um, and, and just to go back to Ron for a moment, uh, that's, you know, his role at, at, as chairman of our company. Uh, he, he is uh, still focused very heavily on community outreach and, and giving back uh, and trying to make a difference where we can. Uh, yeah. And we're really uh, fortunate to have him as business partner. When, when Ronnie, when people talk about Shaggy's charter docks, as this sort of world-class venue, um, what makes it special? Back to the same thing I talked about earlier, the whole package. You know, this this was just kind of an idea just a few years ago. And Rimmer and I had been friends. We had done business together. And I called him and I said, man, look, I got this idea. I think it would be really cool for the restaurant and for us. Let's put together something that people want to come to and we both kind of had the same vision you know and i think you think back to the old days of like the gulfport harbor hey ronnie let's do this let's do this this is a good place to we're at the end of this segment when we come back you can finish telling the story about sort of where this great idea of uh the of the uh, of the docks over there at shaggy's and how it became something really special we'll tell that story on the other side with captain ronnie daniel and rimmer covington who owns shaggy's we'll see you after this break
subscribe to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. It's a special show today. I've really enjoyed this show. I mean, not only do I love coastal Mississippi, but I love the connection we've made with the outdoors here in coastal Mississippi. It's what makes this such a great place to to visit. It's a great place to live as a result of it as well, I might add. But I've got Remmer Covington from Shaggy's with us, and then Ronnie Daniels, who is a charter boat captain, owns a business here in coastal Mississippi uh, that runs out of Past Christian. Um, hey, listen, before we go finish the story on the development of the Shaggy's docks. Um, Remember, where are you sitting right now? I am uh, in my office, which is located above my garage. Um, and wor- working uh, working virtually has been something that uh, that we've had to do well before the uh, the pandemic in order to, to cover the five restaurants, soon to be six, uh, you know, that are spread out across the region. Yeah, so you're right there in past Christiana. Ronnie, where are you sitting? Well, I set up on the back porch of my house today to, to spare y'all from the two-year-old running around making noise. <laughs> hey, that, that's the way that's the way it is. So anyway, go ahead and finish. So, is it Hurricane Zeta created some opportunities here. So, Ronnie, why don't you finish that, that story? Yeah, so, you know, earlier in the year before Zeta hit, we had started talking about this. And I had this little idea of utilizing a pier and let's bring people through the restaurant and let them see you know what we do and and they can go into the restaurant well as Rimmer does he had a bigger and better plan that turned out so much better and more than i could have ever hoped for um we literally he was able to put together a charter dock like no other in mississippi um i tell people all the time we've got the finest facilities this side of florida there's i haven't seen anything in louisiana like it anywhere um but we, we started on this idea, and then Zeta hit, and the harbor was just torn up. Our dock was completely gone. We're now on trailers in and out of the water if we were able to work. And uh, Rimmer called me, and he said, look, here's our opportunity, man. If, if we're going to put this thing together, let's do it. And he just blew us away with, with the way that it turned out. You know, Rimmer, isn't it interesting? And I said this a lot after Hurricane Katrina, but... Um, you know, great from great challenges come amazing opportunities. If you just if you look at if you look at things as a challenge, it's not going to take you down, but just an opportunity to do something bigger and better. You saw that, didn't you? Absolutely. You know, and, and that that's the kind of mentality you have to have. Um, you got to keep looking forward. You know, appreciate what what we had um, and, and learn from it. Uh, and you know, it, it yeah. As you well know, it's it's sad to see what happens uh, in the wake of uh, any disaster, especially a hurricane. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we've got to move forward. And, you know, whenever uh, Hurricane Zeta, which really surprised a lot of us on the Mississippi Gulf Coast with how strong it was, uh, you know, it did some pretty serious damage to, to a lot of our harbors here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and especially Pastor Shan, completely destroyed the, uh, the dock that uh, Ronnie and, and the rest of the guys were operating out of. And uh, it also destroyed a pier that was in the place where we ended up putting the charter docks. And so had those things not happened, we probably would not have been able to uh, to, to locate the facilities exactly where they are, which is uh, has brought an enormous amount of additional energy to that harbor. 
um, enormous amount of additional traffic, thousands and thousands of more people. Um, Ronnie can speak to uh, the level of business that those guys do, but I mean, they're running thousands and thousands of trips a year amongst the fleet and anywhere from, you know, three, four, five people a trip. And, you know, it just was a really, really nice partnership uh, to be able to make it. It allowed us to expand our dining, which we, our dining room, which we desperately needed. We were bur bursting at the seams. Uh, so it just, again, out of those, those great challenges comes opportunity. And this is exactly one of those stories. You know, what's interesting, and maybe you and I should come back and speak even more about this, but your experience after the oil spill with logistics and how you had to shift gears from being in the charter boat business to all these other aspects that you were involved with related to the oil spill, all of those things help you understand how to think bigger, how to, how to be able to make things happen that don't seem possible. It all comes into, into bear in a situation after after Zeta where you and Ronnie had this idea to do, develop something and you take it to a whole new level. But, I mean, that's the beauty of all these life experiences, isn't it? It is. It is. And and it's also a, a great blessing to be able to work with Captain Ronnie and the rest of his team, um, you know, like-minded individuals who uh, are really community-oriented and, uh, and want to be the best at what they do. And that's yeah. what I tell, tell our people every single day. You know, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it the best we possibly can. We're going to strive for perfection, even though we'll never be perfect. Uh, and that's that's our goal every single day. We're going to strive to be perfect. And I like to be uh, to be partners with folks who think the same way. Well, uh, Ronnie, I said of Ron Ladner and uh, and Rimmer Covington that they were a match made in he heaven. But it sounds like Rimmer Covington and Ronnie Daniels ended up being kind of a match made in heaven as well. Well, I can tell you, you know, that's that's one thing that I wanted to chime in on. There's, I don't think there's anybody else that we could have got this put together with and, and brought the whole thing together. You know, not only Rimmer's background in fishing, but selflessness that he displays and willingness to, to work with others and, and help out and these big ideas that he has. You know, I mean, anytime I've called Rimmer for football boosters the charity stuff and it's just always yes it's yes we're, we're coming to the end of our time together but look guys it's been an absolute pleasure to spend some time with you Rimmer covington from uh shaggy's and ronnie daniels captain ronnie daniels uh from what operates charter boats out of uh past christian it's been a pleasure you guys i really enjoyed visiting with you hey well, thank you very much you thank bet, you. you bet hey listen uh, have a great day and we will see you tomorrow Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.